Shalom and blessings. This is Pastor Clifton McDowell Sr. here at the Church of God of East New York, located in the heart of Brooklyn. Thank you so much for tuning in to our podcast, and I pray this week's sermon blesses and encourages you for the journey. God bless. Now enjoy the sermon. As I sought the Lord for the message for today, I was thought, Lord, what do you want to say? And I promised him that there have been a couple times that he's given me a word and I've backed away and then I've sort of done something similar. And I said, no, I will not do that again. Whatever you give me, that is what I'm going to go with. And so he gave me the scripture, Matthew 11, 28 to 30. Matthew 11, 28 to 30. And it reads, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. For I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. The New Living Translation puts it this way. Then Jesus said, come to me, all of you, who are weary and carry heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. Let me teach you, because I am humble and gentle at heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy to bear, and the burden I give you is light. My theme for today is get rid of the weight. Let's pray. Our Father and our God is to you. We give glory, we give honor, we give praise. I magnify your name. I honor you this morning. Father God, let it be all of you and none of me. Hide me behind the cross. Let it be you, O oh God. Father God, just as you fed 5,000 with, lo- with five loaves and two fish, serve your people. Feed your people today through this word, I pray, in the name of Jesus. And God, let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. You be glorified and let the enemy be horrified. In Jesus' name, amen. Get rid of the weight. Now, I shared this title with a powerful woman of God. I won't say her name, but as my father used to say, if, you, if I say the name, you whistle. But I won't throw her under the bus. When I told her the title was Get Rid of the Weight, she sniggered. And then I said to myself, maybe she didn't realize this lean, fit machine she was talking to. I said to myself, she can't realize, but then I realized she was looking at me over FaceTime. And you know, FaceTime, you gain weight, you know, you look a little bigger on FaceTime than you do normally. So I said, it must be that. But no, she considered, no, I'm surprised the Lord would give you that word. And I said, you know why? Because the Lord has a sense of humor. Because he knows where we are, where I am, that I do need to lose the weight. And COVID, for many of us, has been a time of seclusion and stayed inside. But the one thing we all did was eat. I cooked three big meals a day, every day. I thought I was going up for the biggest chef competition or something, the way I was eating and serving. I mean, the only place you could go was the supermarket. So it made sense. But it's now 16, 17 months later. We're all vaccinated and we've gained weight. They talk about the freshman 20, but they're talking about the COVID 30. For some of us, it might be a bit more than, but the COVID 30. Some of us have gained weight. And God's saying this morning, it's time to get rid of the weight. It's time to get rid of it. Because you know what happens if we don't get rid of it? 
we start to get comfortable with it. We start to work in the same dysfunction with it because we're overweight and not doing what we're supposed to do. So this morning, the message to you is, get rid of the weight. He gave me the book of Matthew, the scripture that I read. Matthew was written by the Apostle Matthew. He wrote it to the Jewish Christians at the time. And his word to them was, this is the real Messiah. Jesus is the real one. Come and see. This is the man. He is who he says he is. We don't have to wait any longer. He's here. And God was reminding me, that's what we should be doing now. We should be reminded, Jesus is real. He's here. He died and rose again so that you could be redeemed, so that you could be found. Why is it important to lose weight? You're going to say, I know all the reasons, preacher. But he wanted me to remind you about the physical health hazards of being overweight. God is not only concerned about our spiritual man, he's concerned about our physical man. And because the two mirror each other, if you're unhealthy in the physical, it shows that you may be unhealthy in the spiritual. He says that many are dying, yes, many did die from COVID, but people are still dying from diabetes. People are still dying from high blood pressure. People are still dying from coronary infections. People are still dying from obesity. People are still dying from those things. He said, stop putting it on the back burner. Some of us are overweight, way down, and we need to lose the weight. He said, because those physical things impact you. It doesn't only impact you internally, it impacts you externally. Your body was only designed to carry a certain amount of weight. When you put more on it than it should, you don't walk the same, you don't move the same, you don't act the same, you can't function the same. There's certain things you want to do, you can't do. You want to jump and dance, but you know if you jump up, you're not sure you're going to come down. You want to do all the things that you think you can do, but because of the weight. Your skeletal body was not prepared or designed for that. So God is saying, get rid of the weight. It is changing you. If you look at some people when they're overweight and when they're in their normal weight, they look different. It changes you. Some people look older when they're overweight. Some people don't look the same way. And God's saying, I need people to recognize who you are. Get rid of the weight. He said, because your bodies are the temple of the living God. I live in you. You represent me with that body. And you can't represent me well if you're sick, if you're down. Don't get me wrong, some people, sickness will happen. But don't let it be because of the way you're treating your body. God said, "Mm -mm, stop carrying that physical weight. But he also reminded me that some of us are carrying emotional weights. We're carrying some things that are burdening us down. Weight of fear, doubt, sin, lack of faith, judgmental, unforgiveness, temptation, different things are weighing us down. Oh, when am I going to get married? Oh, when am I going to have that child? Oh, I want this from you, Lord. Oh, things weighing us down emotionally, and it's changing us. It's changing the way we look. It's changing the way we move. It's changing the way we serve. And God wants to put a halt to that this morning and say, mm, push the brakes. Get rid of the weight. You don't need to carry it. He said, I didn't give you those burdens to carry. He said, my burden is light. You don't have to carry those burdens. He said, you can give them to me. Because he reminds us with him, we have to have the faith to believe that he can do what he's going to do. So I said, so okay, so we know. What do we do physically? We know what we need to do physically to lose the weight. He said, that change your diet. What are you inputting? 
what are you taking in? He said, whatever diet plan there is in the world, they all come down to this. You've got to eat, expend less than you eat. You've got to take in less than you need, because if not, you're going to gain the weight. He said, yes, exercise, walk with the Lord. Yes, good sleep. Those are all good things that we need to be doing for a healthy body. And we need to do these things. But he said, but the main scripture tells us that we need to come to Jesus. Too often we go on these programs and we get fit quick and all of these schemes, but it doesn't allow us to sustain it because it's not born in word or scripture. You lose the weight for a moment, then you gain it all back. Only what you do for Christ will last and be permanent. He said, come to me. Let me show you the way. Let me show you what it is. And many times, some of the weight that we're carrying is linked to some emotional weight that we've been carrying. Once we deal with that emotional weight, you'll be surprised to see the physical weight go. He said, we're carrying too much. He said, it's time to get rid of it. He said, come to me. He said, I'm calling all those who are weighed down all those who are burdened, all those who are heavy laden, I'm calling you this morning. I'm coming for you because I want you to know it's time to get rid of the weight, and I'm the way to show you how to do it. Burdened is defined as heavily laden or encumbered, cause hardship or distress, place a burden on you. The synonyms for burdened are encumbered, laden, loaded down, saddled, weighted. Even just saying those words make you feel like you're being pushed down, laden down, and you can't move. In the New Testament, the Greek word is fortiban, for burdened. What are you troubling? What's troubling you today? What's burdening you today? What's heavy on your heart today that's weighing you down? What's keeping you down? The Lord is saying, come to me and I will give you rest. He reminds us in 1 Peter 5, 7 that we can cast all our cares onto him for he cares for us. He said some of us are carrying around stuff from childhood. Some of us are carrying around burdens that we don't think God cares about. But he wants to remind you this morning, he cares about everything that concerns you. He doesn't want you to stay in that position. You see, the enemy wants you to stay in that position. He wants you to stay burdened down. He wants you to stay not fulfilling the best what God has for you. But God came today to say, "Uh uh-uh, not so. Give it over to me. Lay that burden down. Give it over to Jesus, whatever it is. Whether it's about your children, whether it's about a job, whether it's about finances, whether it's about some abuse that's happened to you in the past, whatever it is, the Lord said, put it down. It's changing you. It's making you look different. You're not able to function the way you're supposed to. You're not doing what you're supposed to do in the body of Christ because you're weighed down by this stuff. Some of us wonder why we're so angry all the time, so agitated because because we're weighed down by stuff and look at other people and get jealous and get covetous, get bitter. Why? Because we're weighed down with stuff that God did not give you to be weighed down with. He's saying this morning, church, he's saying this morning, congregation, this morning, YouTube, lay it down. Get rid of that weight. It's hampering you. It's stopping you from getting into your promised land. It's stopping you to get into your destiny. He's saying, put it down. Put it down. Put it down. God wants you to prosper. He said in 3 John 2, Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health just as your soul prospers. But I'm burdened down. What do I do? How do I know I'm burdened down? Some people really play a good game because they're so used to functioning in dysfunction. 
And so you know when you're burdened, you start to complain about things. Everything starts to get on your nerves a little bit. You start to make excuses why you can't do things or why somebody else should do it. Then you start looking at why she doing it and I'm not doing it. How come he gets that opportunity and I don't? You start to look externally instead of internally. You start to look and be dissatisfied with how life is for you. You stop looking at the goodness of Jesus. You stop counting your blessings. You stop looking around and say, oh, is this all for me? Not remembering how God moved heaven and earth to get you where you are. I'm grateful about the job you have, but yet the Lord has kept you there for how many years? I'm grateful for the wife you have, but yet she has stayed faithful to you for all. God is saying, if you are heavy laden this morning, get rid of the weight. He said, come boldly to the throne of grace. Come to me. I'll show you what you need to do. I'll show you how you can get rid of it. And he says in verse 29, take my yoke upon you and learn from me for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. Jesus is saying, do it my way. But too often, many of us want to do it Frank Sinatra's way. We want to do it our own way. But Jesus said, we both can't do it that way. It's either my way or your way. But Jesus is not going to fight you for his way. He wants you to come to him and learn from him. He said, just like Jesus in the Bible, he went to his father. He went to God and unloaded and went to him, anything that was concerning him. I know he went to the father early in the morning before light, before anyone was getting up. He's saying, some of you need to get up. Get out of your comfortable beds. Go outside and start praying and interceding. Asking God to remove this burden from you because you're tired of carrying it. It's changing you. It's not making you happy. God is saying, get ready rid of the weight. <clears throat> but we've got to do it his way. We've got to take his yoke. We've got to take his burden. Yeah. A yoke is a wooden cross piece that is fastened over the necks of two animals and attached to a plow or cart that they are to pull together on a lead when working together. The Vines Dictionary says that a yoke is called suyas, which means submission to authority of Christ. God is saying this morning for, to take his yoke, be submitted to his yoke, break off what you have carried and take his burden on you because it's lighter than what you're carrying. What's so interesting about us, we think when God gives us something to do, it's going to be burdensome, it's going to be heavy, but in fact, it's lighter than the stuff we put on ourselves. He's saying, you've gotten it twisted. Those self-made burdens are weighing you down. And he said, you know, some of us are so weighed down, it's slowing us down. And some of us, we're trying to get to where the Lord wants us to be, but we can't get there because we're weighed down by all this stuff. And I'm, remind, I'm saying to somebody, that train ain't always going to be waiting for you. you got to get to where you got to go by getting rid of the weight. And it reminded me of taking the train at Hofstra when I used to have to take the train. And they always used to pride themselves on a bus that would meet every train. But they didn't tell you, not necessarily the train you wanted to meet, but it would meet a train. And he reminded me that one day that I was rushing, trying to get the train, but was slowed down and encumbered with these bags and with this and that. And just as I got to the platform, just as I stood there in desperation, the doors closed and the train drove off. 
And I said, the Lord is saying to somebody today, don't be encumbered so that the train drives off. I don't know what your train could be. It could be destiny. It could be a financial opportunity. It could be ministry. Don't let the doors close and drive off because you're burdened with so much stuff. Stuff God hasn't given you. Burden. You're minding other people's business instead of minding your own. Instead of focusing on what God's called you to do. God is saying this morning, get rid of the weight. Lay that burden down. Lay down that worry. Lay down that concern. He said, I did not give you worry. That's the devil. He said, I told you, be anxious for nothing but everything through prayer and supplication. With thanksgiving, make your request known to me. And the peace of God that surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. This morning he said check what's, on, what's holding you down if it's him or if it's your own devices. Check what yoke you're carrying this morning because the one that he gives you, there is weight to it but it's no way as heavy as the ones you're doing. He said you know how you know that you have the wrong yoke on? You're going in circles. The description of yoke says, when you yoke an animal with a lesser or taller animal and you put them together, they start to go in circles. They don't go in the direction that they're supposed to go. Some of us are going around and we're passing this place again. And we're like, isn't this place familiar? Yes, because you're going in circles. You're not going in the direction God has called you to go because you're not allowing him to lead you where you want to go. I can imagine them in the promised land. They're walking around and somebody must have said, don't this rock look familiar? 40 years walking, and God said, not so with my people, because today, 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 they're going to put it down. They're going to put it down. They're going to yoke themselves to Jesus, and they're going to go into their promised land. They're going to go where God has asked them to go. He said, not only are you going in circles, tell me, sometimes, but you're sluggish when you move. You're weary, you're burdened, you're tired. You ask some people, how you feeling? Tired. Okay. What, what, what are you doing to be tired? I'm just tired. Well, tired, what? just tired. Not even really knowing why they're tired. But you know what it is? It's some of that emotional baggage that they're carrying that God didn't give them to carry. That's weighing them down. God said to them, mm -mm. get rid of the weight. Remove the yoke. Get rid of that burden. And he said, how do you get rid of it? He said, repentance. Start with repentance. Confess that you put that burden on yourself. Confess to the Lord, I was wrong. I was the one that did it, not you. You didn't give that to me, Lord. And repent. The word of God said in 1 John 1 and 9, we all know if we confess our sins, he is faithful to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Our God is that good a God. And this morning, he simply wants to tell somebody, get rid of the weight. Get rid of the worry. Get rid of the anxiety. Get rid of the double-mindedness. Get rid of the weariness. Get rid of it and take God's yoke. Find his way in the name of Jesus. So repent. And he also says prayer. God has really dealt with me more with prayer in this season. He said we underestimate the power of prayer. 
saints of the Most High God, we have the most valuable weapon in our arsenal, and yet we decide to use it last. We decide, oh well, I suppose all I could, all you can do, prayer is the most vital, important thing you can do because that's what's going to move the hand of God. That's what's going to change your situation. When you link with the Father in the name of Jesus and allow the Holy Spirit to guide you as you pray, there are mountains that can be moved. There are situations that can be changed. There are children that can be delivered and set free. There are communities that can come to God. There are amazing things that can happen when we pray. God is a miracle working God and all he's waiting on is some faithful people to turn around and say count me in. I'll be one of those praying and interceding in the name of Jesus. He said come to me. Come to him. Ask him Lord what is weighing me down? What is changing the way I look and feel about things? What's changing the way I feel about my job, feel about my church, feel about my family? What weight is there that's causing that, that I need to lay it down? Lay it down this morning. Lay it down. Because oh, God said, I've got better for you. He said, I've got better for you. He said in Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding, but in all your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your paths. Some of us are looking for direction, but we're looking for it in all the wrong places. We're looking to TV, we're looking to self-help books, we're looking to this person, to that person. Jesus said, here I am. I will lead you and show you because I know the plans I have for you. I was the one that ordained them for you. It makes no sense that we go to everyone but Jesus. Why? And he knows the plan. He said, come to me. He said, dust yourselves off. Hit your knees in prayer and come to me because there's prayer, power in prayer. He said to pray without ceasing. He said, hitherto have you asked nothing in my name. Ask and you shall receive that your joy may be complete. He said, take that yoke off. How do I know that there's a yoke on? Because he says, take my yoke, which must mean that he wants to substitute whatever you're carrying. So he said, take that off. He said, my anointing can break that. But he said, I won't violate your freedom of choice. I won't violate your free will. You have to do it. You have to take it off. But once you do, have you ever been carrying some heavy bags or you've had to carry some heavy stuff up and as soon as you put them down, the freedom, the, the freeness that you feel, God wants you to feel that in your spirit, man. He wants you to be free this morning. He wants you to feel the freedom of being unloaded by the cares of this world and knowing that he has given you his yoke that will guide and direct you into your destiny. Not only will he guide and direct you, but he'll give you rest. Some of us need rest. Some of us are exhausted by the things of life. And he promises if we take his yoke, we'll get rest. I know we will because we won't be laden down by those other cares. We'll get rest for our souls. Rest for our souls. And, and God is good. He said, get rid of the weight. He said, yeah, you can dress up looking how you're looking and dress up the weight. But why? Where you can lose the weight and be exactly who God has called you to be. I was sharing with my sister, Apostle Jacqueline, and we were talking about, you know, an example that highlights that. And she mentioned the story of Hannah in 1 Samuel. 
the wife of Elkanah. Hannah wanted a child. She wanted a child. She wanted a child. And her husband's other wife had children. And you know when other people have things that you want and you can't have, have a tendency to taunt and to... And so she was burdened. She was burdened by this fact that she couldn't have a child. Now she did pray. She did pray. She went to the temple and she prayed. But I believe that there was one day, that she, there was the day that she realized, you know what, praying, I need to really lay it down. She said, I pray, I go and I pray, but I'm taking it back with me. She took it back with us. How often do we come and pray to the Lord, but then we pick it right back up and go home with it? We don't leave it there. We, we pick it right back up, and I think that's what she was doing each year. It said for years she was doing that. But then one day, one day she had a righteous indignation and said, no, my God is no respecter of person. What God has done for others, he can do for me. He is the King of kings, the Lord of lords. He is the great I am. I believe that she went to that temple different. She went to that temple saying, you know what? This time I'm leaving it there. She said, this time I'm not carrying it back with me. This time I'm going to know that I know that I know that I'm leaving that weight there. And you know how it was a difference? This time she made a vow. This time she said, I will give this child to you for the rest of his life. She said that hair will not be cut. She made a vow. She knew what she was going to do and she was going to stick with it. She left that weight there and then when she got up, even the prophet Eliab thought she was drunk but she said, oh no, oh no, it was just the burden of my heart. Whose heart is burdened today? Who needs to leave it at the altar today? Who needs to get rid of that weight and leave it with the Lord? And they said she got up and she went home. Her husband remembered her and God blessed her womb and she had the child that she had been waiting for because she no longer carried that weight because she left it with Jesus and she took his yoke because his yoke was easy. His burden was light. And she got from she what she desired of the Lord. She received what she desired of the Lord. It's so easy to, for prayers to turn into burdens. And I'm thinking of myself uh, with a car. Um, I need to get a car because somebody crashed my car in front of the house. You know how you do, you start out, oh, I want this car, I'm going to get this car. Some people bless me financially so I could get the car. And then you start going from place to place, and then you think, okay, so maybe not that car, I'll get another car. Uh, and then you go from place to place. Uh, but maybe not that car, another car. And then you start to say, well, just a car, just a car. And then you start to diminish what you had asked of the Lord because you're burdened by the fall. Somebody's going to ask me, you didn't get a car yet, you didn't get a car yet, you didn't get a car yet. And then you start to feel like, oh, okay, oh, something's wrong, I didn't get a car yet. Oh, God, I'm burdened. Oh. And it became, started to become a burden. And God said, get a grip of yourself. Some people, it takes a little longer to get what they have to get from me. But don't let what you're waiting on turn to a burden. And he said, there's some of you waiting on stuff, waiting to be married, waiting on things, and you're settling for what God did not give you, for what is not God's best, because you're tired of waiting. He said, no, 
not today. He said, get that weight off. That is not for you. That is not what I have for you. Take my yoke. My yoke is easy. My burden is light. You may have to wait for it, but it won't destroy you. It won't harm you. It won't change you. It will walk you into your destiny. Who am I speaking to today? Who needs to lay the weight down? Who needs to get rid of the weight and take God's yoke on them? Who is it? Is it you? Is it you? I knew I had to. I had to do it with that car. I had to say, uh-uh, girl, you're losing it here. That's not what it's all about. I had to refocus and re-commit re myself to the Lord and pray and say, God, in your time, I know you have something for me, and I'm going to wait for your best. I'm not going to settle for anybody's second best, only what you have for me. As I end, the Lord wants to remind you that his yoke is easy and his burden is light. And once you give it over to him, Isaiah 40, 31 says, but those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. Who needs to run? Who needs to not grow weary? Who needs to walk and soar? There's something about when something is going high up, like a hot air balloon. For it to go to its optimal heights, there are things that have to be thrown off. There are weights that can't go up with you. There are things that have to throw off so that you can go where you need to go. Even when you see those rockets go up, there are certain things that help them part way, and then there are other things that have to fall away. The Lord is saying, what do you have to let fall away so that you can get to where I have for you to go, so that you can walk into your better place, so that you can receive your answers to prayer, so that weight won't change you, it will only enhance you. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Let's pray. And there's some things I'm going to pray about. You, for those who are carrying a weight, that you recognize and understand what the weight is. For those who have been burdened and want to lay that burden down. And for those who need to get rid of the man-made yoke and take Jesus' yoke on them. God has something special for you. And he doesn't want the weight or the burdens of life to stop you from getting it. Let's pray. Our Father and our God, we thank you. We thank you for this preaching moment. We thank you, dear God, for the reminder that you don't want us to carry weight, only the weight of your yoke, because that is light. Father God, forgive us where we have carried things you have not asked us to carry. Forgive us where we haven't cast our cares onto you. Forgive us where we haven't asked your help. Forgive us where we haven't submitted everything to you. Lord, help us. Help those who are burdened this morning. Help them to lay it down at your feet. Whatever the situation, whether it's relational, whether it's financial, whether it's economic, whether it's volitional, whatever it is, Lord, let them lay it down this morning. Let them lay it down. And Lord, I pray that we all will be wearing your yoke, not man-made, your yoke, because your burden is easy and your yoke is light. We want to wear what you've given us, Lord, because with that yoke, you will guide us into our wealthy place. You will guide us where you want us to go. You will show us the plans you have for us. And Father God, we will make it. We will get there because we get there with you. So Father God, we thank you and we praise you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.
Wow, that was a great message. Thank you for joining us this week. And if you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, share it with your friends, and tag us in your social stories at C-O-G-E-N-Y. Thank you to those who have given generously to this ministry in the past. And if you'd like to become a contributor, head over to cog-eny.com. That's cog-eny.com. And just click on the offering and donations tab. Again, thank you so much. Now God bless.